five weeks in now. Um, and we've been blessed to work through our booklets and sort of find out a bit more about how God's created each and every one of us um, as individuals, as groups, so we can better serve Him. Amen? Great. So um, in the Serve campaign, uh, we have connect groups. We have connect groups normally anyway. But in the Serve campaign, we have them so we can go through our booklets, so we can chat, so we can really discover what God's talking to each other about, um, find out. Maybe we've got harder questions and they're a really good place for them. We actually, uh, Timothy and I have a young adults one that runs on Thursdays at our house. Uh, it's a real honour and privilege to draw alongside our young adults. We've got a, got a mug shot up there, do we? <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I encourage each and every one of you that you have something to give to someone, that you have something in your story that needs to come out to bless someone. And, and you have something to share and what a place it is. Sometimes we don't have enough time on a Sunday, do we? It doesn't feel like it. Got a couple of hours here and there. But when we have catch-ups during the week, you can really share where your heart is at, what you're going through and what you have to offer the kingdom of God. So connect groups, get in one. They're amazing. Um, and you can talk to Timothy and I if you're like, I just don't know where I'll fit or I don't know where to go. Have a chat to us. Maybe we'll start another one. Who knows? We love it. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Now, I don't have a slide for it, but coming up next month, we have our Easter service. Um, so stay tuned. It's, we had a magnificent year last year. Does anyone remember Good Friday? We had a night service. It was something special. Mina's like, oh, I remember that. We had a night service and it was really special for us actually because we could be really interactive and everyone had a part in the service. We made a collaborative artwork to honour God. We did communion right a big, around a big table. Um, so, you know, Timothy and I, we like to get a little bit creative with these things. So I encourage you... Good Friday and Easter Sunday. It's going to be great this year. Stay tuned. It's going to be exciting. I thought I'd plug it early. Why not? Why not? Fantastic. I might get the uh, tithes and offerings buckets just to go around as I'm finishing up here. Thanks, Phil and Pat. We have an opportunity every week. Um, you can give emotionally, in prayers, physically with your service around the church, but you can also give financially as well. And there's an opportunity with our little buckets going around today. Um, but if, you're not, if you don't call this church home, feel, feel, don't feel pressured, is what I'm going to say, <laughs> to give. Um, Look, the Holy Spirit in each, each and every one of us does a work. and He's the one who wants to give, hey? Amen? All right. Now, I was speaking about Serve Campaign before, and we're in week five. And I, we have someone sharing today. I think they must have been serving before she was born. Um, it was in the blood. It's in the blood. Um, and an incredible young woman that, has anyone seen the growth in our worship team, how they've grown and the passion that's coming forth. I am so blessed by it every Sunday. I see it week in and week out. I think God is doing something. He's growing these people and they have an amazing young woman at the helm. Sorry, I've got to plug you, Jemima. I love you. Jemima Narayan's going to be sharing the Word of God with us this morning.
Good morning. Wow, there is just an awesome presence in this room. Could I just get this down? I'm not strong enough. I'm sorry. Awesome. Thank you. Wow, what I am so on, I have so, I feel so honored and so privileged to be able to share with you guys um, a word that a message that God's put on my heart. Um, and coming into our serve campaign, if you've got this and your connect group's going over it, awesome stuff. Um, I encourage you to go to a connect group if you're not in one and go through this um, with the group. It's an awesome, awesome way to just get on board with the vision of the church. Um, and so let's just get straight into it. I'm super keen. Are you guys keen for the word? Yeah, are you guys keen to learn, be equipped? All right, awesome. Let's just quickly pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, God, um, that we're here today um, to learn more about you, to build our relationship with you, God, get to know more about you. Uh, I pray that these words that I speak are coming from you, that I am your vessel, God. I want to pray that these words uh, plant a seed in everyone's heart today, Lord God, and that it will be um, nurtured and it will grow into something beautiful and great for your kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray. And the church said... Amen. And the church said, Amen. Awesome. All right. So today I am talking on abilities and I've named it responsibility. Yeah, I have to kind of um, give credit to Joel for this one. Uh, <laughs> um, he was kind of the mastermind behind it. I had to use, I was either going to do that or call it sweat work. None of my original work, Moses. Um, I was going to use that, you know, you'll, but this one took over. So uh, so abilities. So what is an ability? Uh, it is, well, simply, it is a possession of the means or skill to do something. And so your talents, your skills, your giftings. Um, and these are, there's many of them. If we chuckle them, there's heaps of abilities. You guys all have abilities. I know you do. Um, and so this I just took from the back of, voila, this uh, booklet. Um, and so there's heaps, uh, you know, welcoming uh, teaching, planning, uh, so many different ways in, uh, you can uh, do things and serve. Um, hint, hint, it, you know, serve, um, using your ability. So these, your abilities, they come, they're developed in different ways. So um, there's two main ways um, that, you know, you can develop and see these abilities flourish. Uh, firstly is genetics. So if you are um, blessed enough to gain a great ability through your parents and inherit them or even through your grandparents. Um, that is one way that you um, uh, could see these abilities come through. Um, and I mean, I know in our family, I mean, I don't want to, I mean, I'm good at music. I don't know, you know, my mom's great. And dad, you know, probably wasn't from that side. <laughs> I mean, I'll, you know, have. I'm sure he's a great singer. Um, and <laughs> I don't mean, you know, he's amazing. He's a great dad. Um, and also another way is through learning in your environment. Um, you can learn off your parents or off friends. You know, if you have kids, who has kids? I don't. Um, but if you have kids, you know, you send them off into like school and then they can learn different words or phrases. Some of them you may not, you're like, where did you learn that? Like, that is insane. Um, I didn't teach you that for sure. I'm a good Christian parent. Um, and so, you know, there's different ways that people can learn um, different things and abilities um, and skills. And so, um, as a child, I, at a very young, I think it was, I don't know, 18 months, um, I have, I had really good hand-eye coordination. So, I think it was at 18 months, I could bounce a ball off a wall and catch it. Was it 18 months? Uh, roughly that. Yeah, I was young. Well, there you go. Um, and so, naturally, I, I love sports. 
Um, I would play sports all through primary school, all through high school. Um, and, you know, I, would, I made friends. I love playing basketball, so I'd play basketball and meet different people. And even through that right now, I'm still really good friends with the people that I made friends with playing basketball. And even just that I share the word with them, and they're really open to that and receive that. So that's a, that's a way you can be able to, um, you know, use your giftings and your abilities to share the word. Um, so, question, everyone. What are you good at? Right, I want you, I'm going to give you one minute. I'm going to be counting because uh, we're on a clock. So, give you want to just to talk to the person next to you, ask you, what are you good at? So, let's do that. Let's do that. you got a minute. See some people sitting like, look at me, look at the person next to you. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm going to kind of, I know some of you love to talk, and that's amazing. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, so put your hand up if the person you asked said they were good at something. Like, just raise your hand. Or just like they had, they were good at something, you know, and they're proud to say like, yes, I'm amazing at it. Yeah. Okay. Who said on the on the flip side? Who said oh they weren't sure? Not sure. Oh no, no, no it's okay. You can. That's all right. Well, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> you are all good at something. Why? Because to gifts and talents are God given, right? And so when you were made, you were gifted with these things, and so. Um, Although they can be, you can develop them in different ways, either through your family, your genes when you were born, you had it, or even uh, in an environment, these were God-given, and the way they developed, it doesn't matter, they are God-given. They've been given to you from birth. So let's look at Ephesians 2.10, getting into more of this. So, from, so verse 10, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Uh, how amazing is that? We are God's handiwork. In the NLT version, it says we are God's masterpiece. How amazing. You are God's masterpiece. When I think of handiwork, I think of you've been, um, uh, you're handmade, right? You're in, you've been made intricately. There was, the, there was a, a plan and development into making who you are. Um, you have, may have imperfections, but that's okay. And you have different strengths and abilities and your personality was and your traits are specific and uniquely only to you, right? And so um, do, we may think of ourselves, you know, as, oh, just another Christian, uh, like we were made on this factory line from God, like, oh, it popped up another Christian, another one there. But you are intricately and handmade, right? How amazing is that, that your personality, you are unique to yourself. And that goes the same um, as your abilities. Your abilities are unique to you, uniquely yours, and only you can outwork those abilities in the way that you do it, okay? And so... Let's just think, I just want you to think about um, a defining moment in your life um, where you became aware of something that you were good at. Just take a minute just to kind of think about like, oh, you know, I was, you know, what, oh, I, I recognized that I was good at sports or you became aware of it. And most of the time, this happens when someone else brings your attention to it, right? And so I found this in multiple areas of my life. Um, 
like in like music, for instance, um, or bouncing a ball off a wall. I mean, I was 18 months, I couldn't you know, rec recognize that. And people help to encourage you and build you up into that. And they say, hey, you're good at that. You should maybe pursue something in that. That's your God-given ability. That's something unique to you that not other people, not everyone else has, right? So you should use that. And so going on, moving further into this verse, uh, we're going to go, uh, so created in Jesus Christ to do good work. So what's, has everyone ever heard of so, like someone say, oh, that person's a good person? Yeah, like, oh, they, they do something good for other people. Oh, like, they're really courteous. They look out for others, right? Well, what's good works? Well, good works, to us Christians, good is God. So if God is good, good works is God works, right? And so what are God works? Well, hey, the Great Commission is a God work. You've been called to make disciples. Um, the commandments, the first thing, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and then to love your neighbor as yourself. Those are God works, right? So you've been, in this verse, saying you've been created to do good works. And so when we're doing this, we're serving. We're using our abilities to serve others. That is what this verse is saying. And so when we serve others, what that leads to, that leads to multiplication, right? And that's what this is all about. So the discipleship pathway is leading to multiplication. And so <coughs> let's move on further into the verse. Um, so we've been prepared in advance to do good works. And um, the ESV version also says that we should walk in them, in these works. And so we were created, if we were created in, and prepared in advance to do good works, we should probably do them, right? No, you shouldn't, you shouldn't probably, you should do it, right? It is specifically said in the Bible, it is spoken in the Bible to do it. So you've got to do it. <laughs> like there's no real windy way around it. You can't get around it. And so, uh, so yeah, doing is, it's an action word. It's a, it's a verb. It's a verb. Yeah, action words are verbs. So you, you, you don't, you know, just think about it or you can, you can like, well, you know, sit at the back and oh, let me just like move in here. And just like, oh, yeah, you know, I love coming to church. This is great. I'm thinking about doing stuff, um, you know, and, you know, I'll just go about my week and then come back on a Sunday and sit in the same place. You know, you, that's not what it's about. You have to do things with these abilities, right? And so, so yeah, you better do it. And, you know, he's prepared us. <laughs> if he's prepared us, that means we are designed and made, uh, and it is in our makeup. Um, that we have the God-given capacity to walk in our abilities and serve in them, right? Okay, so if we're prepared in advance, we're designed, we're knitted, and God has given you the capacity to, to outwork your abilities. And so if you're not doing that, I really encourage you to do it. <laughs> um, and, you know, it says in this verse, uh, if we go back to the full verse, if that's all right, Ephesians 2.10. Yeah, for we are God's handiwork, creating Christ to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So it says do twice. So if it says do twice, it's probably really important that you emphasize the word do. So that's an action word. We have to do it. And so in, in saying that, that means it's holding us accountable to it, right? We are held accountable to do this. Um, so I think it's important that we first understand your abilities and then you, and then we use them to do good works. And that is essentially serving in your ministry. Okay? Yeah, that's all. You have a ministry to serve. That's, you are designed for that purpose. And so we don't have to worry about doing this 
by ourselves or in our own strength because we have the Holy Spirit within us to guide us and give us the strength to do it. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. We don't have to do it alone. All right, so uh, let's, we're going to go on to another verse. Um, so we're going to look at Matthew 4, 18, verse 20. I've called this level up. All right, you ready, church? You ready? All right, awesome. Sorry to slam you so much. It's, whew. All right. So as Jesus, oh, let's just read from here. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, oh, uh, yeah, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Next slide. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. Uh, oh, I think that was, that's a typo, my bad. At once they left their nets and followed him. Wow. Okay, so this is when he, uh, he um, brought his first disciples and called them to follow him. So I just want you to, let's just take a moment to um, reflect. I want to ask you guys a question. Um, are you all satisfied with what's currently been made of your life? I've only got 20 years of my life, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think I'm doing all right. <laughs> but are you currently satisfied with what's been made of your life? If you reflect, actually, yeah, I'm going to, so um, I've been recently um, doing, I don't know, oh, like running around the block. That's fun. I actually like working, I may not look like it, but I actually like working out. It's great. Um, and... I would, when I initially started it, I was like, oof, I can't run even like 200 meters. Um, so what I would do, I would set myself like objects around um, this, uh, what's it, like a field that I was running around. Um, and I'd be like, all right, I'm going to run and I'm going to get to, I'm going to make it to like the light pole. And then I'll like, I'll slow down and see if I can, you know, if I get out of breath, I'm just going to push myself. And so I would continually do that. Until like an, an maybe a week later, I was like, hey, I don't have to push myself. This is like awesome. Um, and the thing was, before I started doing this, I used to go to the gym with Joel. Um, he, 5.30 in the morning. Oh, my gosh. I was like, he was waking me up like, jam, gym. I'm like, no, look away. Um, like, he was at a gym at 5.30 in the morning. It's ridiculous. Anyways, he's moved out now. So, you know, that's not a hassle for me. Uh, marriage. Woo. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so I started, uh, I started doing this. And so I remember when I, you know, running around in like a natural environment and around a field, I could, um, when I would run around, when I made like a full lap eventually, um, I could then look back and track my progress, right? And so I could go back and like, wow, like I actually made it from here to there. And um in a, say, in a gym, on a treadmill, you kind of just like, you're running on a treadmill and all you're looking at is yourself. You don't want to look at yourself, so you kind of close your eyes, you like, look away or look at the TV. Um, and see, the thing is, when we, uh, in this sort of environment, uh, you can, <coughs> you can physically see how, car, how far you've come. And so, I just want to ask you, um, if reflecting back on, you know, how many years, how far has God brought you? If you can look back and say, you know, maybe in the last years, like, yeah, like God's done amazing stuff. Um, I know God in my life, God's done amazing stuff for me. 
Um, and that's, you know, that's really awesome. And I don't mean to boast about that. I'll boast in Christ alone. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so looking at how far have you come in your, your walk with God? Um, you know, if you look back five years, like, you know, God's done some good stuff. But on the flip side, how if nothing's really happened? How is your relationship with God? Is it kind of, you know, you can see how far you've come or you're kind of on the treadmill stuck in this one position that you're just continually running, but you, you can't really see how far you've come, right? That's, I know it's, it's, a, it's a tough question. I mean, and I don't say it lightly, um, but I really want you to think about that because it's really important when we come to the serve campaign um, in that you, if you're currently, you know, um, thinking that, oh, you know, you could just come, church is a Sunday thing, um, and using your abilities and your gifts on, is it just, it's like it's a Sunday thing? Well, it's not really. It's Well, not really. It's not. Um, church is the people, and we move out of this building on a Sunday. And so we should be serving in our gifts and our ability in our ministry outside of these four walls. Right? Awesome. Okay. Let's go back to this, uh, <laughs> back to Matthew. All right. Uh, so talking about, yes. We are talking about our routine of life. So also, another I want you to think about. Um, about your, are you satisfied with your day-to-day life? Um, you know, you can, going, I don't know, from like an adolescent to now, or even right now, what it, like your day-to-day life, are you, you know, you wake up, uh, you get ready for work, you, you know, make breakfast if you do that, um, if you're if you have kids, you know you get them ready, then ship them off to school. How wonderful feeling that is! Um, and you go to work, you do your thing, you come back, um, and you know you settle down, you make dinner. Um, if you watch maths, married at first sight at seven thirty, that's okay. We'll pray for you at the end. Um, but <laughs> that's not directly at anyone at the front row. Sure, what here? But, you know, and we can get just so caught up in this routine of life. Um, and looking at here, Andrew and Simon, who is later called Peter, they were just out doing their, their thing, um, you know, fishing, grabbing in the fish for the day, um, making their wage, making dinner. And they were doing, that was just the thing, the day-to-day life that they were living. And so we can be the same in putting out our net, coming back, drawing it back in, and going on with our life. But then Jesus, Jesus comes in, and he meets us where we're at, right? He comes in, and (coughs) he comes in and says, hey, I can make your life greater than what it is already. And uh, he will see you through to using your God-given abilities, right? And that's to serve and that is to build the kingdom of God. And so what he does, he says to the fishermen, hey, drop your nets. You are no longer fishing. You're no longer fishermen. You're going to fish. You're going to be the fisher of men, right? And so when you choose to follow Christ, he turns your abilities into your ministry, okay? Yeah, so the fishermen, let me explain, the fishermen, their responsibility advanced from just catching fish and feeding themselves 
to catching lost souls and feeding them the gospel, right? And so we can, we can just you know, go about our day and like bring in, you know, fish and bring in, you know, whatever we're doing, you know, going to work, feeding the family, feeding yourself. And we can just get tunnel vision and be just stuck and focused on that routine, right? And so we can get distracted and diverted away from our calling on our life and for, uh, outworking your ministry, okay? And so it is our responsibility to see through our ministry using our abilities as it is within God's plan for our lives. Okay, and then when, oh, sorry. And so what we have to do, we have to let go of our net. So we have to let go of our securities. We have to let go of our self-sufficiency and we have to rely on God to be our provider, right? He will feed us. He will give us what we need and follow the calling on our lives. And now this doesn't seem like an easy task, but what does God say? He says he'll make our burden light, lighter than what it is now. And so in that, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. These things will be added unto you. And so as I just about uh, to finish up, um, I'll get the band up. I kind of just, I just, I just want to ask, um, where are you at right now in your ministry? Because that's, that's the important thing. That's what we're trying to get across today is that you have, you were created, you were handmade, you were prepared in advance to do the work, to serve, to do. Do is an action word. We have to do, and that is specifically in the Bible, as we went over today. And what is your response to that? Because you, you do have a choice, right? You can go about the routine of your life, um, doing, uh, you know, just getting through your day, getting through your daily routine, and you can just kind of be stuck on that treadmill, you know, um, and not able to see how far you've come. And if you haven't seen how far you've come, well, maybe something's got to change. Maybe something, if there's no progress to what's been in your relationship and walk with God, maybe something's got to change, right? And so as um, the band, we're going to worship soon, um, but I just want to pray. And I just, yeah, we're just going to pray um, about, you know, about this message and then how it reflects and sits with you. And then if you have like this heart, this really fast beating in your chest and just a need that, hey, I need prayer for this. This this has really hit me hard. And or even just touched the slight service, but I just I think I need prayer for this. We're gonna open up the front and we can we're gonna do some prayer. Pastor Tim and Tree will be here um, to pray with you and I'll be here as well. Um, but this is, guys, this is so important. This is so, so important because we can get stuck, you know, if you look at the discipleship pathway, we can be, you know, you put your hand up to the free, like the gift of salvation. You're like, yes, uh, Jesus is Lord. He died on the cross for me. Um, but then we can kind of just, you know, sit back, you know, and let everyone, you, you know, you see everyone else like, oh, hey, they're doing that. Oh, and, you know, that's awesome. I'm, I'm only encouraging. That's great. That's awesome. Um, but you also, there's also a plan for your life. And if you are still here, that means there is, there is still a, a things for you to do. Jesus still has something on your life and you're not done yet. <laughs> you're not done yet. And so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter who you are, how old you are, 
um, how your life's been, um, or if you're even fear. There's um, this quote from Joyce Meyer. She says, if you're fearing something, face it with fear. Don't let your fear overcome you. And so it doesn't matter what... It, doesn't matter what's holding you back. We, you, we can push through it. We'll, get, we'll help you. We'll guide you. Uh, we'll pray for you and that you can see to see through um, using your abilities, using your gifts for God's um, purpose on your life. Okay, so let's, let's just pray. Um, and then we'll let the worship team take over. Dear Heavenly Father, oh God, we just want to thank you so, so much right now um, that we thank you that you've created us You've hand-knitted us, that we are uniquely yours, Lord God, um, and that you came down to save us, Lord God. Um, and we just want to thank you for all that you've done, all that you're currently doing, Lord God, and that what you've planned for us for our future, Lord God. And that if we just stay in your, on your, stay on the path to you, Lord God, stay within your plan, Lord God, uh, that we will see great things. We'll, you'll make our ordinary life extraordinary, Lord God. Um, and I pray that every person here, that if they've been touched by this word, Lord God, if this word was specifically made for them, God, that they will come up without fear, without shame, Lord God, and be like, yes, Lord God, I need to respond to this right now, Lord God. Uh, I'm taking it as my responsibility to do something with what you've given me, Lord God. Um, and that we'll, I'm going to take action. I'm going to outwork the calling that you had on my life, Lord God. And it doesn't matter where, what's happened in my past, that I'm going to step up and do it. Um, I just pray, Lord God. Um, Lord, just take over. Just take over. With whatever else is going on in people's hearts, Lord God, that you will come in, Lord God, and you will make it anew, that we are a new creation in you, Lord God, and that you will be our foundation and our center. Thank you, God. Thanks, Jesus. Holy are you, God. Oh, thank you, God. Amen. All right, Washington, take over.